Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Now, you can influence her thoughts about herself by what you say and do to her. That's why in the Elite Competitor Program, we have a whole section in there called Powerful Pep Talks. It's part of our Unstoppable Athlete Methods, and we teach moms, here is what you say and what you should not say before, during, and after her game and during her training phase. Like We tell you all that because what you say does impact her confidence and her thoughts, all right? And in fact, your words, especially about yourself, do become her inner voice, right? What you say out loud about yourself becomes her inner voice. And so, yes, you have influence in this area. However, ultimately, her own thoughts are her own thoughts. They are. Like, ultimately, they're hers. You can try and get her to think a certain way, to believe something, but ultimately, it's up to her whether or not she thinks or believes it. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne. And one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Elite Competitor Podcast. Moms, we are talking today about what you can't control when it comes to your daughter's mental game and how to let that go and what you can do about it. So let's get into this. Obviously, you know, if you're here listening to this podcast, you're in our community, you really want your athlete daughter to be confident, achieve her goals and enjoy what she's doing, right? And so I know that you take it upon yourself to ensure that that happens. So you do things like the practices, get her to practice, the get her on the right teams or allow her to try out for the right teams, buy her the gear. You provide all these opportunities for her in terms of her physical preparation. And not to mention like the pep talks, the shoulder to cry on, the tough love. Like there's so much that goes into this journey. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's why we literally have a whole community around this. That's why half of what we do inside the Elite Competitor Program is for moms. Because moms, how many coaches do you have along this journey? Your daughter has plenty of coaches, but how many do you have, right? And so that's what we provide for you. We get to be your your sidekick. And while there's a lot that you can control, and we're going to talk about, you know, specifically where you can hone in and maximize those things, there are some things that you don't have control over. 
And where I see a lot of moms of athletes get it wrong is they mix up what they can control with what they can't control. And so I'm going to get into some of these things. And again, if you've controlled some of these things I'm about to talk about, it's okay. (laughs) You know, when we know better, we do better. And, you know, like I said, you don't have a blueprint for this. And so that's why we're here. So again, happens more than you think. And we just want to be aware of these things because they can have long-term effects on your daughter's confidence in her enjoyment of her sport. So remember big picture here is that she is enjoying what she is doing and she's developing skills in her sport that will serve her for the rest of her life. Developing mental skills, shortening that rebound time from mistakes and disappointments that she's able to enjoy what she is doing. She's thriving. It's not that she's not making mistakes or, you know, getting disappointed, but it's just, she knows what to do when she's encountering those situations. And that's what we call confidence. So we want to make sure that we're preserving that for as long as possible so that she can grow into this young woman that we envision. So let's break this down together. Here are some areas of your daughter's mental game that are just out of your control. So it's best to just let it go. Like stop hanging on to it. Okay. Here's number one, her outcomes. Her outcomes are out of your control. Also known as the results she's getting in her sport on the court field, Matt. This includes like how many points she's scoring, if she's winning or losing, how fast she's learning something, the team she makes, the role she plays on her team, her position, on her team. So the outcomes ultimately aren't in your control. And I'm going to be honest here. This is what we tell our athletes in the program. They're actually not in her control either. And the more you decide to focus on her outcomes, and this could be positively or negatively, meaning if she does something well, like, you know, she scores a certain number amount of points or she achieves something where we draw our attention, our recognition, our praise is where she is going to put her focus as well. And so if we are only drawing attention to when she is getting the amazing stats, the the awards, the goals she's winning, that is where she's going to subconsciously tie What's important? You know, my mom is constantly talking about the win. She's constantly talking about how many points I scored. She's constantly talking about what team I made, what position I played, all of these outcome things that are ultimately out of your daughter's control. If those are what you're focusing on, you're sending her the message that she needs to focus on those too. And guess what? They're out of her control. Outcomes, when it comes down to it, are out of her control. How many points she scored? Yes, she has influence over it because she's the one doing the scoring of the points. But if we're talking a game, especially like a team game, there's another team involved. There's coaches' decisions. There's refing calls. There's the conditions of the game. There's so many other things that go into an outcome that it's not 100% in your daughter's control. So if you are focusing on her outcomes, you are focusing on something that is out of her control and that adds more pressure, more stress, and less of a chance she's going to be confident when she goes out there if you are placing all this emphasis on outcomes, okay? So the outcomes are out of your control. Like, let's just let it go. Let's stop measuring success by how much she's winning. And yeah, when it happens and she's got these achievements, I'm not saying that you ignore them, okay? Recognize them, but then let's go to the process. You know, let's let's shift our focus to what's the process that got her that outcome and let's focus on that because she has 100% control over that. 
The process is definitely something that is in her wheelhouse and she has control over and she can feel confident knowing that she has control over her attitude, her effort, her mental preparation, ability to be a good teammate. So if you are putting your emphasis and your focus on that and she's going to put her emphasis and focus on that, the outcomes will take care of themselves. All right. And I always tell this to moms of athletes who are like, well, I'm just ultra competitive. I love the winning and da da da. If you are serious about being competitive, then you will seriously focus on the process and not the outcomes. So if you really want the outcomes to be great, you will focus on the process. Okay. So instead of, you know, holding on to this control over what her outcomes are, let's embrace the process. Embrace her enjoyment, embrace that constant improvement and let go of that control over the team she makes, the position she plays, the role she has on her team, all of these things that are very forward facing, outward facing, I would say. And where it gets tricky is other people see these things. And if you haven't already realized this, sometimes it's really hard to not internalize our daughter's success, accomplishments, or lack of, right? Because you know, they're a reflection of us in many ways. And so we have got to let go of that disassociate from that in a good way, good disassociation, because this is her journey. Like she gets to decide what she does. She gets to decide if she enjoys it or not. And the outcomes are hers. They're not yours. And so let's let that go. Okay. So that's number one. You cannot control her outcomes. That is, that is one major thing that we can let go. Number two, you cannot control this part of your daughter's mental game. You can't control her thoughts. And so let's also just let that go. Take a deep breath right now, wherever you are. And on your exhale, let go of that burden of trying to change her mind about things. Yes, let that go. I know how it is, right? I hear from a lot of moms in our community that are like, I just need to convince her that she is good enough. I need you to convince her that she should believe in herself. I need to convince her of this, this, and that. You know what? You ultimately can't control what she thinks. Now, you can influence her thoughts about herself by what you say and do to her. That's why in the Elite Competitor Program, we have a whole section in there called Powerful Pep Talks. It's part of our Unstoppable Athlete Method. So one part of that is called Powerful Pep Talks, and we teach moms, here is what you say and what you should not say before, during, and after her game and during her training phase. Like We tell you all that because what you say does impact her confidence and her thoughts, all right? And in fact, your words, especially about yourself, do become her inner voice, right? What you say a lot about yourself becomes her inner voice. And so, yes, you have influence in this area. However, ultimately, her own thoughts are her own thoughts. They are. Like, ultimately, they're hers. You can try and get her to think a certain way, to believe something, but ultimately, it's up to her whether or not she thinks or believes it. And so instead, just focus on your own thoughts and your own words. Like, what are you saying about yourself? You know, what are, what self-talk do you have about your own abilities and your own confidence? What you say out loud about yourself is incredibly powerful as well. And this is also why it's really important that your daughter has good mental training opportunities so that she has the skills to shift her own self-talk. Not only shift it, but have awareness around how powerful her self-talk is. Because again, you can't be inside her head. You can't, (laughs) you know, and her thoughts are super, super powerful. That's why, like I said, it's very important that she has good mental training because they absolutely lay the foundation for everything that she does in her sport and in her life. 
However, when it comes down to it, you can't control what she thinks. She is the one who decides, hmm, this is a thought that's in my mind and I can decide whether I believe it or not or change it or, you know, I get to decide what I do with it. But until she knows that she has the ability to do this, she's not going to be able to do it. So you have to provide her with the opportunity opportunity to do this. And that comes in the form of good mental training. Okay. So what you can't control in your daughter's mental game so far, we've talked about her outcomes and her outcomes are like, you know, the results that she's getting out in her sport, the stats, the role she's playing, you know, all of that. You can't control any of that. And that is related to her mental game because it's, you know, it's, we'll talk about that in you know, the third thing, but you know, her goals and her outcomes and, and everything like that, uh, the more that you try and control those, the worse it is. I'll just be blunt there. Okay. The more that you push and the more that you say like, you have to score this many points or like, you know, score this as much as you did last time, or remember this, the worse it gets. Okay. So can't control that. We're going to let that go. Number two, you can't control her thoughts. So we can let that go. The best thing you can do though, is control what you are thinking and saying about yourself. So being very intentional about your own self-talk and what you say out loud about yourself and providing her the opportunity to train her mind in a productive way. All right, number three, you can't control her interests or her passions <laughs> as much as we want to. I, I'll be honest here. I have played volleyball my whole life. I played at a very high level. I've been coaching volleyball for the past 12 years. I love volleyball. That's safe to say that. My daughter, I would be lying to you if I told you that I didn't want her to, you know, follow in my footsteps in some way. <laughs> and I want her to love volleyball too, because it's, you know, a sport that has meant a lot to me. And so I hope she loves volleyball. She's young right now and has only dabbled in it, but, and you know, to be honest, like she doesn't love it yet. But when it comes down to it, I have to remind myself of this all the time. I am not in control of what she loves, what, what her interests are, what her passions are. She gets to find those out. And what an amazing opportunity for her to explore. And, you know, how bad would that be if I tried to, you know, try and change it and shape it so that like she only likes volleyball and she only gets exposed to volleyball and you know she's burned out by the age of seven (laughs) you know so I have to remind myself of this a lot too so if you're in that boat like I, I see you but let her be the leader of her sports journey what she wants might be different than what you are interested in what she wants might be different than what you want for her what she wants might be like something you wouldn't even thought of. She might also leave her sport. You know, I'm working with an athlete right now in our dream team. It's our small group coaching program. I just had a call with her today and she's leaving her sport. And it's not like a, you know, a rash decision or anything. She's been thinking about this for several years. And I got to talk to her about that today. And she's like, you know, I'm at peace with this. I am just not finding the joy I have, you know, I've explored it from a lot of different angles and I really want to try other sports and she's in middle school. And so she's got, you know, opportunity in front of her to do this. And her mom, you know, it has been incredibly supportive of this. I mean, it's just a beautiful thing that I'm seeing unfold here that, you know, there's probably a tinge of like loss that's might be happening of like, oh, she's, you know, invested a lot in the sport that she has played for the past or competed in the past eight years. And she's choosing to, you know, shift and change. But you know what is really cool about this is this athlete is not thinking of it as like, oh, this is a terrible thing. She's excited. She's like, I have explored this. I'm trusting myself. I'm trusting this confidence that I've developed in myself. She's been in the elite competitor program for the past two years or so before she became a dream team athlete. And, you know, she's like, this is right. 
I'm really excited about my next step and gymnastics gave me a lot. And now I'm excited to take that into my next journey. So you know what, that, that is a perfect example of this mom, just allowing this to be her journey. Her mom's not here saying, no, you must stay in gymnastics for another X amount of years. And like I said, this is not a rash decision. They've been working through this. The athlete has been really diligent about checking in with how she's feeling and trying it again. There's been a whole process here, but the mom has just done an amazing job of stepping back, letting this be her journey, supporting her instead of trying to shape the path for her. Okay. So just remember that, right? You can't control what your daughter's interested in. You can't control her passions. And this also includes her motivation. You can't control how motivated she is either. And sometimes when it comes to motivation, we just have to let our daughters experience the natural consequences of what they do or don't do. And consequences aren't all negative, right? Like in the example I just gave you of this athlete who's leaving your sport, there's going to be consequences there. But guess what? those are, they could be positive consequences. She can devote more time and energy towards other things that she's interested in. That's a consequence. That's a, you know, that's an outcome there that that could happen. So letting our daughters experience those things on their own is just like the most powerful teacher ever. So instead ask her like, what are your goals? How can I support you in those goals? You know, and be the example of how to go after your goals through your own actions right? It's really important. What we model to our daughters is, is always, always important. What more is, more is caught than taught, right? You can talk about things forever. You can try and and tell her things, but she's going to catch more your actions over what you say. So to recap, the three things that are out of your control are her outcomes, her thoughts, and her interests and passions. So let's let those be hers. What can you control? (laughs) You're like, okay, you've left me with nothing. What do I do here? What can you control? There's two main things. You shape the environment and you provide the opportunities. You shape the environment, you provide the opportunities. So how do you shape the environment that your daughter shows up in every single day? I I hit on this a little bit. You shape the environment through your thoughts, your words, and your actions. Your thoughts about yourself, your words that you say about yourself out loud, and your actions. How you show up influences the environment that she's in every single day. So you impact her confidence through your own beliefs about yourself, your own words, your own actions. And of course, what you say to her is how you shape the environment. So that's why I said like, you know, half of the elite competitor program, our mental training program for female athletes is for the moms because we know how heavily mom's confidence and what she says influences her daughter's confidence. It is so profound. And so that's why half of the program is literally for the moms, right? And that's where they learn how they can shape their confidence so that they can influence their daughter in a positive way. And also what do I say? You know, what we, what you say before, during, and after she competes is important, right? And so you shape the environment in that way through what you think, through what you say, the example that you're setting for her. And then the second piece of this is you provide the opportunities. And these are chances for her to work on her mindset, to grow her game and do the things that she loves. My guess is that you're providing a lot of opportunity for her in terms of physical training. You are providing her the practice opportunities, the opportunities to try out for teams. Like you are driving her everywhere. You're paying for all of these things. You know, you're doing all the physical, the physical part of it, right? Now, the mental piece of it is also where her confidence is going to grow, right? We say that elite performance and playing to an athlete's potential is determined by three things, her knowledge of the sport, her physical training, and her mental training. And it's like a multiplication problem. They all multiply each other. However, if any one of these is at zero, the whole equation is at zero and she will never reach her potential. So we know this when it comes to physical training. If she doesn't put in the reps or the work, if that's at a zero, 
then of course she's not going to reach her potential. It's going to be zero. The same goes for mental training. She can have all the physical training in the world. She can have a bunch of knowledge of the sport, but if she does not believe in herself, if she doesn't know how to come back from mistakes, (laughs) if her mental game is not strong when the pressure is on, then she will never reach her potential. And so it's your job to provide her the opportunity to train her mental game as well. And don't rely on coaches to provide this for her. Most coaches don't know how to do this. Don't just expect she's going to pick it up with more time. In fact, you know, the more time that goes by, the more time that's wasted, you know, in these cycles of like trying to get her to believe in herself and the more time that's wasted because she's, you know, the time in middle school and high school is is running out, you know? And so don't just expect she's going to like, you know, once she gets to the next level, then she'll feel confident. If in fact, the opposite is true because once she gets to the next level, there's going to be more pressure. There's going to be more expectation. There's going to be less room for error. Okay. And so, you know, expecting like once she gets to that next level, then she'll get confident. No, she needs that confidence before she gets to that next level in order to get next to that next level. And so it's your job to provide the opportunities for her in this way as well. And of course, that's what we teach inside the elite competitor program as well. Now, if you haven't already a great next step, you know, as you're exploring kind of what's in your control, what you can let go is our free training for sports moms. So if you haven't already checked out our free training for sports moms, go ahead and do that. It's at trainhergame.com. So trainhergame.com, go to that. You can catch our free training. It's all about how to strengthen your daughter's mental game without saying the wrong thing or being pushy. So, you know, have you ever been there where you're like, oh, I wish I could just like say this to her, but I don't want to be pushy or like, ah, dang, I said this and it didn't really work. You know, it actually made it worse and now she's mad at me. Okay. Yeah. We've all been there. And so this training goes over specifically how you can strengthen her mental game over things that are in your control, right? We talked about these things that aren't in your control in this episode. This training that we have recorded for you is, it's all about these things that are totally in your control. So how to strengthen her mental game without being pushy or saying the wrong thing. Go ahead and check that out at trainhergame.com. Okay. So to recap, the things that are out of your control when it comes to your daughter's mental game, her outcomes, let that go, let it go. We're not worrying about wins, losses, things like that. Even you competitive people, including myself, I'm telling you right now, I'm looking at you right now, (laughs) let go of the outcomes. If you really are competitive and you want great outcomes, you will shift to process. All right. So go ahead and do that. You can't control her thoughts. You can influence how she's thinking about herself through your thoughts, words, and actions, but ultimately what she thinks is up to her. That's why good mental training is essential. Number three, you can't control her interests or her passions as much as you want her to be into what you're into. And you know, you want her to stick with this sport forever What she likes is what she likes. Her passions are her passions. And the best thing we can do is encourage that, cultivate it, and allow her to trust herself for what's working. And when it's not working, encourage her to follow her gut and let it go. All right, moms. And remember, what you can control, you shape the environment, you provide the opportunities. So I hope this was helpful. And remember to check out our free training for sports moms at trainhergame.com for a little more in-depth training on these things. And remember, your daughter's mental game is her biggest competitive advantage. 
I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.